I know I'm doing everything right and my weight isn't moving. I'm watching all the videos. I'm buying all the right food. I'm making the right keto snacks. Uh, I'm exercising. I don't know what I'm doing wrong and I'm not losing weight. It's driving me up the wall. Help me. Does that sound familiar? I get that all the time. Today we're going to talk about why that's happening to you. Hello on this wearers. Welcome to mind blowing health and wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist. The reason that I make these videos is because I want you to understand that when your mental health and physical health come together correctly, you have that overall sense of well-being. If this is something that you're working on, subscribe because I make videos like this every week. In order to lose weight, there's some very basic information that you need to have about how the body works. That creates the good foundation upon which you can build the best quality body. When we're overweight, we're hurting emotionally. Possibly because we've gotten news about metabolic health things that are happening. Possibly because we're ashamed and we don't like the way that we look, but we're hurting emotionally. And that hurt causes us to become frantic and desperate to change the way that we look. And once we're in this frame of mind, a lot of the time we're willing to try anything to lose the weight, which means we're willing to try radical diets that are absolutely not sustainable to get to a lighter weight. Now, in fact, if you want to lose weight and keep it off, you have to ask the right question. The same way that if you were trying to regulate your finances, you'd have to start with the very basic knowledge of what is my budget? So how much money is coming in and where is it going? So if in that conversation about the person's budget, you start asking them some basic questions like, well, first of all, what's your income for the month? and they don't know, or if you start asking the person, well, you know, what's your expected grocery expenditure or expected, even your expected fund, your fund fund, like how much is it? And they're like, well, I don't know. At that point, the question becomes, well, are you actually trying to create a budget that will get you out of the financial situation that you're in? We see this in people who are trying to lose weight. So if we talk about the keto lifestyle for a moment, there's an investment in learning about keto. So some videos are watched. There's investment in finding recipes. So again, some videos are watched, some books are bought. There's an investment maybe even in learning how to cook some different things, but the basics of what is it that your body is doing that causes you to gain weight isn't understood. So if I don't know how much money comes into the house, how can I really plan a budget? If I don't know what my body is doing that's causing me to gain weight, how can I use food to correct that problem? A lot of the time it's not because you didn't watch good quality videos. Often it's because you're frantic and you're scared and all you're really listening for is tell me what to do rather than trying to understand what's the actual problem that we're trying to fix. Because telling me what to eat right now to lose weight right now doesn't help me to understand why eating this helps my weight to come down versus eating that. I'll take this a step further. If you calorie restrict, which is calories in, calorie out model, you will actually lose weight. In about six months, it will stop working. But for that first six months, you will actually lose weight. It will be very difficult and you will not lose such a significant amount 
that that six months will have seemed worth it to you when the weight loss plateaus. Because the average person who would do a calorie restriction diet will lose somewhere between one to two pounds a month. So now we're at 12 pounds by the time that the six months is over. If you were lucky, you lost 20 pounds. So let's even bump it up to 20 pounds. Now the question becomes, was 20 pounds all you had to lose? That's point one. But what happens now that I've lost this weight? So what's my body doing now? And why did I stop losing? You see, it's not just about cutting down the calories, right? I need to understand what my body is doing the same way that it's not just about having a budget that says on paper somewhere, $200 is my fun money. If that's what's written in my budget, but in actuality, I'm spending 300. If I had an actuality, I'm spending $400 a month rather than two. I'm going over my budget. My budget won't work. I won't save or even worse, I won't get out of the debt that I'm in. If I don't understand what my body's doing. So what actually causes us to gain weight when insulin is raised? your body goes into storage mode. Okay, what raises insulin the most? Carbohydrates. So what that means is that if I'm doing any kind of way of eating where the carbohydrate count remains high, at some point, my body is storing weight. So why does calorie restriction work then? Because if I don't eat enough energy, so now I'm not talking about carbohydrates, now we're just talking about energy, my body will have no choice but to take some of the energy from fat storage. But the problem is I'm not actually eating enough energy, right? I'm restricting my calories, which is just another fancy way of saying I'm restricting the amount of energy that's coming in. Then what happens? Well, my body, because it loves homeostasis, will eventually react to that and recalibrate to reset homeostasis. Well, what's homeostasis? It's balance. So my body likes to be in balance. From everything that I've understood from all the doctors, what my body is actually trying to do is rebalance and keep in some kind of balance certain minerals, certain um, toxins. So the balance for a toxin is zero or, or, or the number it should be at and not above and certain hormones. When I overeat carbohydrates, overeat them, they become a toxin. My body's going to try to balance that. When I overeat carbohydrates, insulin rises, which means the other hormones are now out of sync with insulin because, right, there's supposed to be a balance between insulin and the other hormones. And now insulin is high, which means compared to the others, insulin is high, they are low. And my body will try to balance minerals. So basically whatever I'm eating, whatever, right? So everything needs to be in balance. High carbohydrates mean something to the body. Back in the day, people eating high carbohydrates meant there was no meat. So we're eating carbohydrates. Probably means it's summer. There's vegetation available. So our body would, for a short period of time, allow us to have this intake of carbohydrates, which would be then used to create fat mass because clearly we need to create fat mass because there's no meat and therefore fat for the energies, right? So it means something to the body that we're eating carbohydrates. But the other side of the coin is that back in the day, we would have eaten carbohydrates because there was no meat to eat. Not when there was an abundance of meat, be eating carbohydrates because first and foremost, we would be trying to build in fuel. So our body takes this information that's coming in high carb and does something logical with it, put it away as fat. 
because clearly there must not be any real food available. What if we're doing this all the time? Well, we are keeping, like I said earlier, our hormones out of balance. We are keeping the toxin, because carbohydrates are toxic in high amounts, coming in. So the benefit now of shuttling it into storage is being lost because now we've got way too much energy on our body. What's really hard for people to understand is that when I have a lot of storage, so energy on my body, I can still feel hungry. It's hard for people to understand that. But again, it's because our hormones become out of sync with each other. And there are hormones that tell us to eat because our fat stores produce certain hormones. And again, when they're depending on the levels they're at, give us signals that we need to eat more. On top of that, we're eating carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are addictive. The same way that when you drink alcohol, you want to drink more alcohol because although it's toxic to the system, it affects a part of the brain that makes you crave it and want it more. I hear people talking about cravings as if cravings are separate from what we ingest. And they say it's only about the body's balance, like in Chinese medicine. But in fact, it's more about if I eat something that's addictive, then I will want to eat more of it. The same way that if I take a drug that's addictive, I will want to take more of it. If I drink a substance, alcohol, that's addictive. Any time I allow my body to have something that's addictive, I will want more of it. This is really important for us to understand. And it's fundamental, right? Because if I don't understand these basic ideas about what carbs do in the body, then trying to fast and counting calories isn't actually helping me to accomplish what I want to accomplish. The same way that if I don't have a basic understanding that for my finance, the money coming in each month determines what I'm able to do, then I'm going to be in a large amount of debt. Let's say I'm in $160,000 worth of debt, so stored energy on the body, but then I'll be trying to take cash advances off my credit card to buy investment property. If I'm in a large amount of debt, taking cash advances off my credit card to buy an income property doesn't make sense. I can't afford that. If I've got energy on my body, continuing to eat high carb foods that will be stored as more energy on my body is not accomplishing the goal that I'm setting out to accomplish. So then how do I accomplish that goal? You watch the videos and you gathered information. And now this is about being able to be objective about the information that you're gathering. So it means that I actually have to do more homework. Living a healthy lifestyle is not simply taking Violet's word for it. I don't want you to do that. I want you to have multiple sources, qualified sources that are helping you to understand what is my body doing so that when I understand what my body's doing, then I can provide it the tools to do what it's supposed to be doing. Now that means, so Violet's telling you some things right now, and I want you to understand psychologically why this is important, right? So if I know what I'm doing, I will make better decisions. But there are doctors like Dr. Westman, Dr. Barry, Dr. Fung, Dr. Berg, who give us good, and many other doctors, Dr. Mason, I mean, I can, I can go on forever, Dr. Sidus, I can go on forever. There's so many doctors out there giving quality information about what the body's doing. Because if I understand that this is not about calorie restriction, 
This is not about adding extra fat to every single meal. This is not about exercising to lose weight, to lose weight. It's not about that. This is not about fasting to lose weight. If I actually understand what the body is doing, then I will provide my body with the tools it needs to accomplish, so the food it needs to accomplish a healthier version of Violet. And then when I have that healthier version of Violet, guess what happens? My body knows what to do to regulate my weight. When we calorie restrict, we put our body in a difficult situation because it's not able to find that balance, homeostasis, because the energy coming in is not matching the amount of energy that it's been used to using every day. So it's unable to heat itself the same way. Eventually, it's unable to provide energy to parts of the body that it deems not, ne not as necessary, right? So this could mean that I'm tired and my muscles don't want me to do a big workout. But when we calorie restrict, we often add exercise. Why? We're calorie restricting and exercising to get more calories out because we're trying to lose weight. And your body is like, this doesn't make any sense. So it holds on to the energy because it needs the energy to do what it's been doing at the level it's been doing it. If you didn't have a bank card, a credit card of any kind, when the money that was coming in decreases, so if last month you were getting $8,000 and all of a sudden your boss said next month you're only getting six, if you didn't have a credit card, then what you would have to do would be to put less money into food, less money into heating your house, less money into all the utilities, which would make the utility companies really upset, you would have to manage that money differently because there's $2,000 less coming in. And guess what? If the next month the boss does the same thing to you again, at some point, something is not gonna work. So will it be that you won't be able to pay your electric bill? Will it be that you won't be able to buy groceries? Will it be that you're getting in an argument with the landlord because you can't pay the rent? Something is going to break. I might be able to pull it off for a month or two or six in our body's case, but at some point that $2,000 a month less that you had to put where you needed to put it is going to affect the budget. Your body will never allow that the core things that keep you alive will shut down. So yes, you're going to get cold. It's going to stop heating you. Yes, you're going to maybe have like a foggy head that you can't think as clearly, but your heart's going to pump. Your liver's going to keep working. Your lungs are going to keep working. The things you need to keep you alive will keep working. And what's going to happen at that point? Why is your body doing this? It's conserving energy. So what it really is doing is saying, oh, you dropped your calories by 500. I'm going to use 500 less calories. As a matter of fact, I might even use 600 less calories because I'm scared that this is going to keep happening and I need to create a little reserve. So not only will you stop losing weight, you actually eating the same small amount of food can end up gaining weight because your body is going to be as efficient as it possibly can be to keep those important organs going forward so that we stay alive. I want to be here. That's what your body's saying. I want to be here. Wellness warriors, when we tell ourselves that we're doing everything right, we're so missing the mark because what that actually says is that there's nothing for me to look for to change. But the truth is, if I was actually doing everything correctly, my weight would be going down, not up. Now, that's hard, what I just said. And I know it's hard. 
But if I'm not honest with me, if I don't allow myself to see that my weight is going in the wrong direction, despite my best efforts, then I'm not actually going to stop and look at the information. Maybe I took information from someone who didn't quite understand what they were explaining or explained it in a way that I didn't get it. That's a possibility. If I'm still eating more than 20 grams of carbs every day, if I'm still eating more than 50, more than 100, if I'm still eating a relatively, and everything's relative, high carb diet, I'm not going to lose weight. Because what doctors have figured out is that once you pass 20 grams of carbs in your day to your body, this is store that away mode. Because it's too much to have floating around in your blood causing problems. That's part one. But part two, so important. Am I still calorie restricting? Because if I'm eating low carb, but then I'm also eating low fat, my body is still going to get into that position where there's not enough energy coming in to do what it was used to doing. And because it doesn't have enough energy to do what it's used to doing, guess what happens to Violet? At some point, my body is going to recreate that homeostatic situation. So the energy coming in, it needs to use to do everything, right? It's not going to not have enough energy for my organs. So it's going to rebalance. Violet's going to be cold. Violet's going to be tired. Violet's going to be, be foggy in the brain. Violet's going to like all the, Violet's going to have issues with it. Why? Because there's not enough energy. Now it's low fat, low carb. That doesn't work. Am I pushing myself to fast before I'm ready to fast? Again, my body's going to react to that because if I'm pushing myself to fast, and actually I'm starving that whole day that I should be fasting because my body's not actually fat adapted and it's just in a state of, oh no, there's no food. As soon as there's a possibility to eat, I will overeat. We need to understand that our body will not allow us to die. And anything that remotely looks like Violet's in trouble, Violet doesn't have enough food, Violet's possibly in the position where she's going to starve to death. It will treat it like you're starving and it will do everything it can to prolong how long you can live like this until you get back to a state of abundance. The bank would never approve the loan for an income property if you owe $160,000 on your house. They're not going to approve that loan. And especially if you weren't making the mortgage payments, they're, they're not going to approve that loan. Your body is not going to allow fasting to be easy. So it's going to push you for food if you're not fat adapted and already tapping into the extra fat that's on your body. We just need to understand that to be the reality of, of how this will work and then do what we can to get into the situation where we are fat adapted. And how do we do that? We do that by doing keto correctly, by eating less than 20 grams of carbs each day, by eating to satiation, by not overly adding fat to our diets, but eating enough fat that we fuel ourselves enough so that our body still needs to take some from us. If I put myself in that ideal story, so I'm not overeating carbs and I'm not overeating fat, but I'm not under eating fat. That eat to satiation piece of the puzzle is so important. When I eat to satiation and when I do what I need to do to help my body to tap into the fat stores that I have on board. So I'm doing keto correctly. Most wellness warriors fall into the situation where they're doing two meals a day, no longer snacking, no longer feeling the need to snack. 
And most wellness warriors eventually fall into the situation where they're doing one meal a day, still with no need to snack, no desire to snack. How is that possible? Our bodies are used to going days without food. Again, back before refrigeration, back before all the innovations that we have today, we used to go days without food, not hours, days. We can go days without food. I've done it. I fasted for days. I'm not telling you to fast. What I'm saying is we can go days without eating. So if I allow myself to become fat adapted, I will be able at some point to go hours. And then it becomes my decision. How many hours am I allowing myself to go between meals? The benefits of fasting are there. But understand the benefits of fasting versus fasting to maintain your weight are two different things. I need you guys to decide what you're trying to accomplish. If all you're looking at is weight loss, sometimes it gets really hard to do what's going to be best for your health. That's when we fall into these fad diets, right? But if I'm actually trying to do what's best for my health, sure, I might add fasting to the mix because it's healthier, but I'm not going to force myself to fast when I'm not ready because that's focused just on weight. When we focus on weight, we try to do all the things all at once when we're not even fat adapted and that's what messes with people. Keto works because you remove the excess carbohydrates out of your body and your hormones regulate. Homeostasis, that's what your body's working towards. Focus on eating healthy and allow your body to do what it does naturally. It'll function properly and you'll get to your goal. I wanna thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. If you enjoyed this content, subscribe. I make new videos every week. Teespring, Patreon in the description below if you want to contribute to the production of videos. Love making these videos for you guys. And I really can't wait to talk to you again next week.